Hello, I'm Elizabeth, an obsessive backyard gardener who might be able to offer you a couple of tips. And I'm Keith, a landscape consultant, and I'm also passionate about gardening. The one thing we both have in common is muddy muddy boots. I think most of our listeners know that apart from chatting with me on muddy boots, Keith has an actual job as a landscape consultant. I thought it might be a good idea to dedicate a session to what that job entails and to invite one of his lovely clients, Anna Tronson, who is also a very talented artist, to join us. We're going to talk to Anna about a design that Keith created for her garden a little while ago. So, hello, Anna. Hello, I'm Elizabeth. Hi, Keith. Thank you very much for having me. Lovely to have you. Great to be here. And I might start with Keith so we can get an understanding of exactly what the role of a landscape consultant Mm -hmm. entails, and then we'll have a chat to you after that, if that's okay. Sounds good. So, Keith, Mm -hmm. on to you. Firstly, not everyone knows your background and experience in landscape design and consulting. So can you just give us a brief overview of that role, please? Well, my job as a a landscape consultant is to get as much information from the client as to their requirements for what they want out of their garden whether it's an area where they have to have a barbecue, a fire pit, um, an arbour, um, a, a children's playground, um, vegetable gardens. So it's, it's asking as many questions as I can possibly get together to, uh, in order to me to do my job properly. Mm-hmm. You know, so sometimes I'll say to people, look, if you're going through, before we catch up, if, we're going, if you're going through a magazine and you see something in that magazine, no matter how small it is, just... Pull it, a, out. T- pull it out or, and, and, and create yourself a, you know, a, a mud map or whatever else of, of what you want from your garden as well. So it's, it's getting as much information as you possibly can and then understanding what those requirements are and then to put those together. Not everyone wants um, a native garden. Not everyone wants a, a formal garden. Not everyone wants a Mediterranean garden. You know, some people mm-hmm. want you know, mixtures of all those sorts of facets. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of just asking all the questions to make my job on the drawing board efficient. My next question was going to be what your style is, but you're, you have a certain style, but then you've got to bend that style. Yeah, you, does... you, you always have a style and and the thing that, that sticks with me all the time are, are anecdotes, I guess, from people that I, you know, I admired within the industry, mm. whether they're past or present. Mm. Um, you know, for instance, one of my greatest passions is, is listening and looking at the things that Edna Walling created in her garden designs. Mm. Um, and there's, there's a number of sayings that she has, you know, a garden must have structure. And that structure can come in so many different facets. It can be just a pathway. It could be an edged lawn. It could be hedging all the way around. But it's got to have that structure. Uh, And then another another thing that that sticks with me from Edna Walling is that she says that a garden you can see all at once is not much of a garden at all. And that sums that up. If you can, if you walk into someone's property and and you can see the whole lot presented there, there's no interest. There's no there's no engaging. Mm. You know, of of you into into enjoying that space. It wants to invite you in. You wanted to invite you in and to follow. It through. Exactly. Yeah, 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 understand. Now, what is the, the process from initial concept? So, you've mm-hmm. had the conversation with the clients. Yep. 
what is the what what is next? How well, does it work from from that to completion? Pretty all much? right. So so what after you've got the brief, you know, you've got all the information there, and it's only a matter then of interpreting that on the block that they're working with. You know, so whether it's a backyard or a front yard or a, you know a ten acre site, it's interpreting interpreting all those things on that block. Um, the other thing that I really need is is a, either a, a plan with you know with all the boundaries marked down on it, the house, you know, all the, the areas of the house. I need to know where north and south is, you know, so they, they're one of the most important things that I check on. Um, and then it's just putting putting that plan on to I use I'm a dinosaur. I use a transparency and I use a blue pencil and that blue pencil I use to, to mark out everything until I get things absolutely spot on. And when I'm happy with that, I ink, ink it all in mm. and then uh, get it printed. And then generally my clients get a, a watercolored uh, effect of it. Just it's to explain them the, the best way of seeing what I'm, you know, the colors and the, and the movement I'm trying to create mm. with the whole thing. And so when you've drawn up that amazing plan and you do it, your plans do look are amazing. Thank They're, you. They're always something you could frame without a doubt. How do you cope with unforeseen changes? So if the client says, oh, I like that, but. Well, then I haven't, I haven't succeeded with my brief. If, if, if I have to redraw a part of that design, then I haven't taken that brief to the, the nth degree. Um, I have only ever in 40 years had to redraw a landscape plan once. Well, that's good. Once. Well done. <laughs> and, and that was because the, there was no communication between the husband and the wife. <laughs> and, of course, um, the husband um, had the financial say in the end and he didn't like the fact that there were curves within this property. Oh, he so wanted, he wanted all straight lines. lines. So that was the only, that was the, <gasps> the only change I made. And he wasn't initially involved in that brief. You know, it was it was just yeah, her, right. you know. Okay. And I said to her after we had presented the, the final plan, I said, uh, you and I both know which of these plans was the best, don't we? And she agreed. She said, yes, but he pays the bills. So you did the straight lines. <laughs> yeah. yeah they put, got the just, straight lines. Just put straight lines in. Yeah, it ruined the whole thing, but never mind. That's that's what That was the requirement. Yeah, yeah. That's you know? what they wanted. Yep. It's what he wanted. Exactly. She's still happy with him. <laughs> anyway, um, is it part of your role to obtain the permits, necessary permits, all that no, sort of approvals, no, et cetera? No, no. No, permits, permits are, are generally... Um, sourced by the landscaper if, if there's requirements for landscaping but you know the, the, and there's other facets that that you can short circuit for instance you know if you're putting in a retaining wall and you're going over 1.2 meters it's got to be engineered so if so therefore i would not put in a 1.2 meter wall to cost additional fees for the, the clients i would perhaps if it's a big slope i would then put in a series of one meter high walls to cover that whole thing right. and just terrace it Clever. You know, so there's lots of ways of, you know, skinning cats, um, you know, but that's the way it goes. <laughs> saying. Uh, last question before we move on to Anna. What, what is your policy on maintenance? So once the job is done, mm -hmm. ongoing care of the garden is very important, obviously, for the client. Do you get involved? Are you at all involved in, in ongoing maintenance? I always, always say to my clients, if there is something you want to know, Ring me, email me, whatever. Right. But contact me and I'll explain the whole situation. But within the plans themselves, there's a whole series of specifications. And that sets out how that garden has got to be constructed from the soil all the way to the planting. Right. Um, and I don't, don't generally need to be involved with project managing those jobs unless the landscape that they've chosen... I don't know, mm -hmm. um, but generally the landscapers that I use, I can walk away knowing full well that they will construct that job to the absolute best that, um, of their abilities, and that's generally pretty good. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Okay, now 
Now that we have a fairly good understanding of what Keith does, I'd love to ask Anna, who's been very patient, thank you, to tell us about her beautiful garden and her experience working with Keith, which I'm sure is very positive. I hope so. Bloody well, better be. Um, Anna, how did you initially find and choose Keith as your consultant? Um, so we actually found Keith through my brother-in-law, who who actually found you first, mm-hmm. um, through the Diggers Club. So That's right. He... Um, he had you over to um, look at look at their garden. Um, they they have a property in Main Ridge, and Keith came over and um, impressed them with his botanical knowledge. <laughs> and they were, um, yeah, recommended him for us when we decided that we wanted to do our place as well. So that's um, how we and, met. And what? Sorry, Keith. No, I was just going to say that we actually. Um, I actually did just some boundary planting designs for um, for Charles. And, uh, and his and brother-in-law. Kate. Yeah. Yes, my yeah. brother-in-law. Um, yeah. But actually, did the full design before for uh, you know for Anna. So that was rather yeah, so interesting. Yeah, we got in first. Yeah. <laughs> we got in first. Ah, and then did you go back and do? One and then for I went back and, and, and yeah, ah, once once they yes. had right. finalised their their ideas and what the house was going to be like and where it was going to be situated, then I was involved in that. Okay, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So I've done two two jobs in the family. Exactly. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. What's the what specific project did he work on for you? The entire garden, or yeah? So our entire garden. So we had um, we were we're on two and a half acres, and we had no. Um, we sort of had a bit of a bit of a garden, but nothing. Um, you know, we wanted something that was going to make the house feel a bit more anchored. And um, I'm an artist and designer, and I just love colour and mm. um, plants, and I love having picking flowers and. All of that sort of thing. So we and my husband Jack is that like really loves that sort of thing as well and loves loves a garden and um, Keith. We wanted a plan that we could just sort of chip away at. So Keith designed the whole whole garden plan mm-hmm. for the whole property, and um, we're just yeah chipping slowly, away at it slowly. Going yeah, it. So slowly you're going actually it. you're actually doing all the planting, so if you haven't got. We've actually got um, Matt Phillips. Oh, Matt, who we know Matt. Key, <laughs> Matt, the fantastic landscape key. landscaper. Yeah. Yes, he's incredible. So he is so meticulous and he's planted everything um, very much according to Keith's plan and um, taught us a lot as well. So, you know, if there's things we need to do here and there, my husband particularly, Jack, is um, very uh, – he's – very precise. Oh. I'm, I'm not so precise. Um, You're a perfect couple. Yes, <laughs> it works well. It works well. Okay, now what do you remember of the initial consultation and planning process? Sitting down, Keith mentioned putting like a board together of all your favourite things. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So Pinterest, yeah, oh, we all love a Pinterest love board. Pinterest. So, um, yeah, I had a, had a big board of, you know, everything like inspiration, like everything under the sun and then sort of just um, said to Keith what, Jack and I liked and what sort of feel we wanted to have and colours and that sort of thing. And Keith really listened to our plan and really took on board what we wanted. Um, you know, we wanted to sort of, we visualised maybe down the track a pizza oven or something like that or um, veggie gardens, fruit, herbs, mm. everything. So he kind of just um, worked it all out in and made it functional so that it was, you know, things were positioned close to the house or here or there or things we hadn't thought of, like, and completely came up with the whole um, whole idea whole for it. So it yep. was, yeah, it was fantastic. And then he sort of, yeah, very, we were very impressed, but he knows every name under the sun <laughs> of every does. plant. He does. Even if he's making it up, it's believable. <laughs> <laughs> no, those botanical names are always yeah. hard to get in around. And with, with Anna's 
um, own property there. There were so many great positive opportunities, you know, with that particular layout. Mm. Um, as you came, you, you come down a long driveway, and the driveway's got natives on either side. So it was a matter of just pruning those back and, and enhancing some of that without having to remove them and all. And then as you came down to the driveway, you, you, there was a, a, a central garden bed. I think that was all done in sleepers, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, And it was yeah. raised. Yeah. So it was about uh, about 400 mil off, off the ground. So rather than, than – and it had a beautiful big gum tree in the middle of that. So rather than, than losing that and, and um, you know, you're losing that, that vertical appeal to it, we actually – worked around it we worked around it we used a, a steel as the as the actual uh, retaining mm -hmm. and then we carried that same steel retaining to around the front of the house because the house was actually set up you had to go up a series of steps to get up to the up to the um, veranda and then to the front door now so we we kept the raised beds all the same height all the way around the front of the house mm, yeah. and then to make a real emphasis of where the entrance was because it was you look at the house you say well you know do I go around the sideway or this side that side we put a huge arbor up there a great oh. big arbor in front of the right in front of the main main entrance up through a series of steps and we just kept it incredibly simple so there's no curves or notches or anything on it it's just a big bulky looking oh. uh, arbor which just anchors that whole front structure mm. oh. What have you grown on that arbor? Anything? Nothing at Nothing. the moment. That's, that's the great debate. We're not sure whether we want to. Or okay. What was your What was your thought, Keith, on that? No, one? I, I I personally didn't want to see anything on it. But that's that's my personal. Yeah. Okay, and, no. and, 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 and if Anna had said, "Look, we want to put a wisteria or something up there," she would obviously have it, she sure. yeah. can't. You're not going to stop yeah, it. No, not at all. So were there any many changes to the initial design as the project progressed or any changes? No, I don't think no, so, no. That's not a one. Okay. No, not that's, a one. That's amazing. No dramas along the way? Um, no. The only thing was at the start um, uh, when Matt came to look at the property, we needed to do a lot with our drainage mm. to begin with. So that was something we had to tackle first before yeah. we put the garden in. Okay. Um, and that, and that, was, that was money that you can't see you know oh. yeah. Bo a boring expense it, it's boring boring That's expense fair, but it, it had that. to be done and, yeah, and yeah. this is this is the beauty of, of you know having someone like matt to come in on that site yeah. and actually just look at it and say hey, listen you're going to have a drainage problem mm. here there's going to be water sitting in this in this spot unless we attend to it okay. now, so he's brilliant in, in, in covering all those sorts of things okay so it's done yeah is it one year on how long it's two years, two years. yeah, yeah yep. so it's fine okay. but um how yeah. satisfied are you and how satisfied is your family with the overall outcome of the design? Is it starting to really show Oh, my gosh. Now? Yeah, we absolutely love it. It's like we, we really do wander through it most nights once the kids are in bed. And oh, do you? Yeah, we oh, do. Lovely. We and just admire it and talk about, you know, what we're going to put, you know. If, What's if something's Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, we, we really do love it. Like in the first year where the perennials just went absolutely berserk. Like oh, they were the, I on don't know. On steroids. Like, what are we talking about? What sort of perennials? I mean, you know, oh, there was, we've got grasses. Yeah, we've got we just, Keith. I'll let you. Yeah, look right behind the between the between the veranda and the and the, the garden beds. So at the, at the very back, we put verbena bonariensis up through there. Yeah. And you know, and the reason for that was that you, you in from inside the house, you could look out over the top of that mm -hmm. because the, the veranda was the raised, same size yeah. as the raised bed. Yeah. But you just had this this movement of, of the, the long stems with the Vivina Varanariensis. And, of course, it, it flowered for months and oh, months and months, didn't it? was just incredible. Yeah. Like, I, it was my favourite thing. Like, it was so spectacular. I want them. I want that. Yeah. And, there's, and then there's lots of other perennials. You know, there's there's, some, there's Achilles, there's there's Dusty Miller, um, Coneflowers, 
a whole range of different colours. And those sorts of things just are picked up by Anna in her her own paintings. I and I, I, I actually looked at one, I think it was last night yes, you put on yes. them, and it's just this mass, it's like a wildflower. Yeah, 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 there's def- definitely a lot of influence from um, Keith's garden, that's for sure. <laughs> Okay, so now were you provided with some sort of tutorial on maintenance? I think we talked about this because, you know, once a gar- once you're left with the garden, once it's all been designed yes. and, and planted, then, you, then it's obviously up to you to yeah. maintain that garden. Did you have a discussion about that? Yeah. Is it in the notes? Is it going and as Keith said, he's always up for a chat phone if we call. need to, yeah, phone call if we need to ask him any questions, which is so amazing for him to offer that as well. And um, Matt's obviously very helpful as well. Um, and we both just, we've, we keep in touch with both of them. So we're yeah, so that's, <laughs> they're like, oh, no, Hannah and Jack are going. Uh, not at all. Not now. But they're yeah. friendly kind of personalities. No, so my... that makes it easy. No, it is. Yeah, so they've <laughs> definitely helped us with, you know, pruning tips. And, that's fantastic. You know, when to do things. Have there been any problems? I mean, the drainage was an issue which is sorted out. But have there been any problems at all with the garden? Any pro- Have the plants all doing no, really well? No, yeah, they've any... done really well. We had, you know, a few a few die here and there, but that's to, to be expected. But um, and, and not rabbits. many, really. And rabbits? Ra- uh, yeah, we had a few rabbits onto the, some of the couriers, but yeah. they haven't, yeah, hasn't it been as bad as we expected rabbits? Yeah. Um, but yeah. It's all been smooth sailing pretty much. Yeah, it's been, it's been pretty good. good At this, yeah, things are growing up now. So, and I mean, you know, the, the beauty about the perennial garden, I mean, it's not, not all perennials. You know, there's, there's lots of native mm. plants that, that have gone into this mix because there's a lot of plants that can be picked in the garden and brought into the house and shared and all that sort of thing. Um, but the, 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 the idea of the perennial garden is you get such a quick return for planting you know we're talking you know those plants were were, were flowering in, inside you know probably two months mm. and then they just flowered for months and months mm. and months you know so there's a, a lot of gratification from um, mm. you know perennial gardens mm-hmm. it's just um and it's one of my loves and it was just great the opportunity that, that arose to uh, to work with anna and jack on that one it's great i'm picturing a very beautiful garden a very very colorful garden one that could yeah. be painted obviously yes one definitely paint, yes Last question. I'm, I'm sure you would. But would you recommend Keith to others or not? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah, he's um, he's knowledge and um, professionalism is is outstanding. I think, and um, yeah, as I was saying, like being able to talk to you and ask you questions, you know. After you've done the garden, he loves that. He loves it, don't you? <laughs> I don't know if that's something you're really wanting to promote, but oh, no, does, not at all. I, you know, but I think you you, yeah. are, you genuinely love it, so you can I, tell I, that. I, I'm passionate about what I do yeah. and what I, I can provide to my customers. And you're interested, yeah, and you you want to know how it's going, and you don't just walk away from the job and that's it. It's um, you know, it's ongoing, so yeah. it's nice. Yeah, really. Yeah. Well, thank you, Anna. Thank you I, so I think much. this has been a really informative discussion on the role of a landscape consultant and obviously a pretty good ad for you, Keith. Thank you very you want much. want some more work? You're going to oh, get it. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone out there would like to employ the services of a land- landscape consultant, you know where to go. You'll find Keith's website at keithedwards.com.au and he's also on Instagram at ke underscore landscape underscore consultant. And we can't let Anna go without giving a shout-out to her work and her Instagram page, Anna Tronson dot artist is that correct? That is correct. This that and I think we had to spell it A double N. No A dot. It's all A dot A dot N dot N. No no no. What is it? A what does it tell us? That's a good question. Oh. No, it's A double N A Tronson T R O N S O N dot artist at 
Yeah, no, For some no, reason, uh, I've got dots in here. So anyway, look for Anna Tronson yeah, artist. You'll find her. Just hit the search button. And you'll find her. And yeah. how do you describe your artwork in a, in a um, sentence? Anna? I think it's just it's joyful. Yes. It is colourful and joyful. Jo- happy and just to create a feeling of um, happiness. You can't look at it and be in a bad mood. Yeah. And if that's you are, beautiful. you need to go and look at it. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think it's just, we yeah, all need a bit of that every now and then, that's for sure. Have it around. Yeah. Thank you, Anna. And thank, thank, thank you, you. Thank you very much for having me. Pleasure. Thank you for listening to Muddy Boots. For more information on today's podcast, please go to muddyboots.net.au and happy gardening.